Welcome to the Business Big Bang Theory, a podcast from the Business Centre where we talk about all things small business. My name is Gordon Whitehead, Business Advisor at the Business Centre. For those of you who don't know the Business Centre, we're a not-for-profit based in Newcastle with 35 years history of helping small business in New South Wales. And this is why we decided to run a series where we have invited five experts to provide you simple advice to help you navigate through a profound business disruption. Our five episodes in the first series are attuned to small business perspectives, deliberately practical and insightful. Today's episode is focusing on operational risk, especially around workforce. Today's guest is Joanne Fink, HR business partner at Perform HR. Joanna has over 15 years experience in HR, working with large international companies. Perform HR is a great Newcastle story. Perform HR is a leading provider of outsourced HR services to small, medium and large businesses with offices around Australia. So, time for Joanna. Hello. Hi, Gordon. Let's kick off. Um, Big disruption, coronavirus, we've had bushfires. Uh, before. So how is Perform HR coping with this situation? Yeah, Gordon, I think Perform HR, like anyone, is certainly impacted by the current situation. I think the business is needing to respond quickly in an environment of uncertainty for our clients. And yeah, look, on a personal level, I'm impacted, probably about to start homeschooling small children in the coming months ahead. So yeah, like, like everyone, impacted. So you're remote working at the moment? Um, Yes, I am. And probably for the last few weeks, I haven't visited Sydney. And yeah, our office has gone complete, 100% work from home as of Monday. A few client sites need to happen, but we're dealing with them as need be. So at this point, you must be really busy with clients actually calling you. So give us a sense of what's the main pain points that's coming through to you at the moment from clients. Yeah, look, I think clients, business owners uh, are really just having to respond really quickly in an environment that's just completely unclear. When timelines are uncertain and, and leaders in those business need to make really quick decisions. So for me, that's what I see one of the most challenging aspects of this, really rapid decisions in, uh, and, and re- rapid response around that. All right. How does a business owner prepare for disruption? Yeah, we got coronavirus at the moment, and I think it's a big shock for some people. Mm. But we've had bushfires, we've had droughts. So how does a business, what the key areas does a business owner have to start thinking about to, for planning? In my professional world, I think we call it disruption planning. I think you clearly need to identify your risks. You need to um, gather all relevant information. So I think in the current climate, you need to make sure you're really listening and in tune to government announcements. You obviously need to know when the time is right and you're ready to press go on decisions um, and responding to that. So yeah, look, the planning really needs to be that you know your options. All right. I think business owners really are overwhelmed. Do you know if there's any tools or resources out there that business owners can actually look and use to actually help them during this time for planning purposes? For me, there's not so much tools. I think it's just 
going to the relevant information spots. And I think in this current space for me in HR and employee relations, I think it's going to fair work to gather your information, mm. identify what risks might be faced by your business. And look, it could be as simple as putting it into a spreadsheet yeah. right now. If you're, again, industries are different, you sure. know, we have different issues and all that. So, yeah. so what I get from that is if you're in advanced manufacturing, you go to industry groups, um, government bodies that deal with you, they might have more relevant information on helping you? Absolutely. So, yeah, relevant institutional uh, organisations that support you. Yeah, and fair work and, and government websites. Yeah, because I think that's one of the biggest problems I have at the moment is there's so many government agencies yeah. and you have to monitor sure. them all yeah. and even this morning local government is starting to from like Newcastle City Council is starting to produce responses to from an economic yeah. perspective yeah. to help businesses so yeah it's, it's, it's going to be a very difficult time. Yeah and look I think my comment around that is it's the complexities of three levels of government but mm. I think for the for the purposes of my work um, we are going to federal government for information at this point of time. They're the ones who are providing the directive on how um, society needs to respond. Right, one of the next topic here I'm going to uh, want to explore is, from an operational point of view, is, is if um, a business has to stand down. Sure. So what options do employers to have to protect jobs during a, a downturn like this? Yeah, employees really need to think clearly and even get creative in this mm. space. You know, a downturn could potentially look like standing people down. Could also look like allowing employees to access their annual leave entitlements, consider um, half pay reduction in hours. Can you go back to stand down? Because that's a, in a way a new term for me. Are you being retrenched, you know? No, look, I think it's a term in the current climate that means you step away from the business mm. for an uncertain period of time and you do that in an attempt to support your business. So you can go and ask your um, employees to take annual leave? What about if there's no uh, negotiations with the employees to be starting to hear that employees are starting to ask for reduction of wages during a period? Is mm. that something? Yeah, again, that's a creative way to obviously get through the months ahead. Mm. So um, it may be speaking with employees about reducing their hours, stand down, step away, and employees supporting the business mm. to work through, yeah, what... Yeah. Can you see any issues if uh, employees are on awards? Yeah, so you've, you're still going to need to refer to your relevant awards. So I, I would suggest business owners need to refer back to awards and refer back to employee mm. contracts as well. And that can obviously pose a series of challenges. And my advice would be to get some expert advice around specific challenges that business owners may have. If you have a business problem or question, get in touch with us. We can get our team of advisors and experts to help you with your business problems in an upcoming show. If an employer is unsure about the legality, where should they go in, in relationship to playing around with the awards and trying to get messing with contracts? For business owners, your first port of call would be the Fair Work website, but um, I think anything specific, you may want to tap into serious scenarios. You may want to tap into an employment lawyer. Um, in other cases, you may want to tap into HR professionals or employee relations professionals in that space. 
looking forwards, is there a reputational issue that, I don't want to go too deep because we've got mm. a, um, another episode on reputation, but sure. if someone does this badly, is there a reputational risk in the future? Because the employees are, are talent. Sure. If you treat them badly, is there any reputation problems? Yeah, I think the reality of having so much to consider at the moment, I think that's a fair enough reality that, yeah, you, you need to be considerate with your decisions. There's always a risk around reputation, but I think there's steps that business owners can take about communicating, keeping your employees engaged. And, and not just providing a solution, but also listening to your employees so your employees have the opportunity to feel heard. Yeah. And I think that is a, a risk that may mitigate reputational risk down the yeah. track. Because I, I know we, you hear the news, especially around the airlines, have uh, done thousands and thousands of sure. employees. Yep. Because in the future, you're going to have to start recruiting again. Yeah. So if you have unfortunately laid yep. off, what is the issue of recruiting talent that may be able to help you in the future? Do you see that as a, uh, an issue? I still think there'll be consideration given around the current climate. So small, large businesses are making rapid response decisions to protect their business. So consideration will be given mm. that we're in a climate of complete uncertainty. We're looking at the business now, but from an employee's point of view, it's an uncertain time. How do you see or can we explore how employers actually support employees at this time? I sure. think we took, may have touched on a yeah. few things, but it is uncertainty. You know, employees have got bills to pay. Do you see any strategies around that? Employees right now really need leadership and leadership might look like leaders, business owners making really quick decisions. Employees need to feel safe in the current space. You know, it's up to the employee or the business owner to forge a path for employees. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't want to get too political. There's a lot of misinformation out there. Sure. And to, yeah, to have that clarity around the direction, mm. is, I, I believe, is, is gives some heart in the, for the employee to yeah. see there's actually a, a future. Yeah, and, and to my comment earlier about, you know, I'm talking to clients about not just asking employees. Mm. Business owners shouldn't just provide solutions. They should engage with their employees, talk to them, see what their employees are willing to, to offer, what they're willing to do. I know my own circumstances, I'm more than likely will need to step away from work in some capacity as I may be homeschooling to children. So yeah, I might, my case might mean that I need to reduce my own hours. Employees to be more flexible in that. Flexible, creative, understanding, mm. acknowledge. Your employees are your best asset, you know, do the best job you can to find ways to ensure that, you know, you can continue on the journey once we get through these difficult months. Yeah. Have you heard of any great examples of how companies doing really well with, um, with that about the employment side? For those who are still in the workplace, I think it's about keeping employees safe and keeping a distance in the workplace. So making sure you're um, supporting your employees no matter where they're working. For those working at home, it's obviously finding ways to communicate, finding ways to stay connected. 
there's probably loads of examples and I know even within Perform HR we are finding different ways to we're in different locations mm. across Australia and um, for some of us we in recent weeks have had offices to go to and now all of a sudden it's 100% work from home it's it's a challenge for for some of us do you see um, employers helping employees if they do have to lay them off or to help them to give them some clarity in how to get Centrelink payments because yeah. I mean that's a that's a yeah. big one is even if it's a temporary especially yep. for those who are contractors yep. or um, uh, casual yeah so I think you know again we're all feeling this pain this isn't just about one business certain jobs this is everybody's livelihood at the moment so I I would urge business owners where they can support employees find the right strategies to support your employees because one day you, you may well want them back if if you get if your business is currently downsizing do you have a part-time business that you'd like to take full-time and beyond our experienced business advisors can support you in growing your area and making that big bang in business contact us at businesscenter.com I want to talk about um, a topic that could be quite a few uh, questions out there um, in relationship is is home working. Mm. Now, we've at the business centre, we're doing a lot of home working and reasonable, this is new to most of us, yep. not just the fact that we, we have done it in the past, but sure. this is nearly permanent for us. So yes. We're finding all the pain points, if you know what I mean. Sure. Um, how do you work effectively from remotely? Look, I think there's plenty of business owners that have had to shift almost immediately to work from home, Gordon. I think for some business owners that's not a comfortable space, it's just become a, a direction. I think there needs to be a level of acceptance that working from home is an adjustment. Mm. Um, and I think there's lots of challenges for many of my clients particularly in the past, there's been this challenge around trust. Do I trust that work will be done from home? But um, in the current climate, they're forced to, if they can, send their employees home, safest space to be. And if they can work from home, you know, you've got to learn to adjust to trust them and support them through isolation, staying connected. On that maintain performance, have you got any strategies or how to do it? Because it, it sounds like sometimes it could come across as big brother. I think the harsh reality is I'm talking to clients about, you do have to accept that performance will look different right now working from home if you've shifted to that there's distractions in the home there's adjustments but I think if employees be considerate about daily check-in staying focused setting expectations that performance will come right. when people feel confident cool now I've got um, a question uh, Ruby asked do you have to pay employees to set up their work from home yeah so I, I'd suggest to Ruby that um, if, if there are employment contracts in place that she would need to check any specifics in employment contracts that had been outlined. But for the most part, no, you don't. I think working in the current climate, working from home is a, is a, a setup that the employee will have to adjust to. But, you know, I know of lots of clients who can afford to support their employees working from home and may, I know examples in Sydney where they've given them a $500 allowance to make sure their setups are okay. But I think for the most part, business owners responsibility right now is to make sure they stay connected yeah yeah at, at the moment I'm, I'm 
to set up my own little work office in my youngest son's bedroom. This is causing problems. Mm -hmm. And I got my little Microsoft tablet there yeah. and now I've got to go I'm missing my big screens as yeah. you see yes. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to have to take the one of my screens home with sure. us if Steve yeah. will allow it is that allowed Steve yep okay gets a big thumbs up so yeah it's a yeah. bit of a difficult time to set up those um, work environments the ergonomics actually, yeah. in, look and it, you know yesterday I sat at the dining room table and by the end of the day it wasn't probably the best chair to sit in for me so yeah I think employers have a responsibility to put in place working from home policies mm. and checklists to make sure the ergonomics in, in the home space is safe and yet employees obviously need to be considerate about yeah adjusting to home life and, and the impact that has and the focus time that's well, needed that's, in work. So you recommend that in employers has to have some form of policy or build a policy around home working or remote working. Yeah, I would suggest those businesses that are currently impacted that are working from home definitely get a working from home policy in place. That sets expectation and and sets out a clear guideline Mm. and a checklist. All right, cool. Are you looking to grow your business? We have a fantastic team of experience-led business advisors and online toolboxes that can guide you to scaling your business. You can find all the information at businesscentre.com.au. Is this a good time to have your staff do training? Is some um, businesses starting to do that, to retrain their staff? you know, improvements, but also looking at the, the way they conduct businesses. Yeah, look, absolutely. I think if, if the business owners can use this time, even as a balance between working, learning to work from home, what's meant to be productive work time and balancing maybe some training in the middle of the day. Obviously, it needs to be online or, you know, virtual training in that sense. But yeah, it could be, it could be a great time. It's a huge uncertain time for people in general and yeah are they going to be high performance and productive um, we can set expectations but yeah training may be a great option there do you um, know of any actually work from home training because that would be interesting because we use um, a range of communication channels yep. from Asana for project management sure. to Slack for general communications and those yep. and text as well as yep. email that is can get really um, trying to be productive mm. when you're trying to monitor Absolutely. some of the channels, communicate. Yeah, look, I was part of a webinar last night that, you know, we're going to we're gonna all of a sudden hit this technology overload of working from home. So, yeah, I think, I don't, I'm not aware that there's anything out there, but I think it's a very considered and great question, Gordon, because mm. it's going to be a challenging time ahead if, if this goes on for months. Well, it's one of the things we noticed that um, even doing the setup, the webcam and stand with, with our remote working with clients using Zoom, some of them, first the question is, what is Zoom? Um, Absolutely. And some of our client base are based in rural and regional areas, even in some parts of Newcastle, yep. it's very hard to get the, yep. the, the internet. Sure. So, yeah, training basic on technology. Yeah, and I think business owners need to be considerate that if their employees are now working from home, they may not know all this or they're forced to all of a sudden understand how to use this technology. And that itself takes time, even even for, for those seasoned in using it in the workplace. Mm. And, and obviously internet speed and I know for me personally at the moment working from home, it's a bit challenging. I seem to 
dial in and dial out at times and um, networks just aren't coping. So I think business owners need to understand and adjust to that. Do you know any uh, great examples of people working from home other than the business centre and perform HR, of course, in remote working or? I think I've got a lot of clients who have adjusted really quickly and who have adjusted really well and who are responding really well. I think there's plenty of challenges, even if they are responding well. Mm. For me, if the fundamentals are there that the business owners or the business leaders care, check in and stay connected, it can be as simple as that. Do you see um, one of the things and the good thing about working at the business centre is about the culture? Sure. Do you see any risk in in relationship to the culture being broken down with remote working and especially in there being feeling isolated? Sure. Look, I think it's fair to say your culture will take a hit and it will need to adjust. So I, I think if business owners feel comfortable enough that they can be agile and adjust that the culture is going to look different. It's going to look different mm. working virtually, but it's those simple pieces of staying connected, making it regular, being creative. My um, my go-to after Tuesday, after starting working from home, was to send a funny, funny photo about working from home and what that looked like with... Mm a family in the background so yeah i think it's just making it real yeah we 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 have a mo- morning gathering around about 9 30 sure. we use zoom yep. and um some people not saying anyone jess um puts different hats on yeah um cindy another one has changed the background so yep. every morning she's in a different location yep but it was a bit strange this morning um what her background was um mm. so we try to mm. do that do you think there's an issue that, especially around mental health, could be a risk or how the employer looks and how to monitor? Do you see they've got to really be on top of that? Yeah, absolutely. So I think, you know, for me, not only working at Perform, but with all my clients, there's there's a piece in this that if you can use video face-to-face hmm. conferencing, talk to people using the technology rather than just making it a phone call or just making it without the visual because you know you can often get a sense of how someone's feeling you can sense anxieties and I think you know you can or or for for me I think I know when people aren't talking within my team that they're you know they may need me to reach out separately to support but Gordon I wanted to share with you the Perform HR team we are having team check-ins once a week we have been doing this for the last few weeks we've been having them at eight o'clock at night when most of us have put our kids to bed and we call it pajamas and wine so (laughs) it's it's a it's it's not it's not about it's not about talking about day-to-day business Mm. and what we've been doing it's about a check-in on how you're going and I think for some of us who have lots of juggles that time probably works quite well for us and it's a way to stay connected so we are actually doing it in our pajamas so I hope they're okay that I've just shared what we're doing (laughs) I don't want to go to the pajama level especially with mine to get them moth-eaten out Um, the the Mm. flexibility you go on the flexibility of hours because you know traditionally nine to five sure um is this going to change the the way we work in the future not just now but it's you know hours of work how we communicate do we need a space yeah look i think um i think that's going to be one of the challenges that you we are going to be working from home how do we how do i switch back on when my kids get home from school Mm. 
how do I then make it the family home again? So there's there's lots of challenges in that space. And yeah, in the future, we may well be working differently. But I think for, for myself and Perform at the moment, we're just responding to client needs. So, I mean, I was up last night till 11 o'clock supporting what as a matter of urgency needed to be supported. So. All right. So we've got a question from... Norman, uh, does Joanna um, have any templates for working from home? Do you have any resources or no? Or, um Absolutely. So, I mean, obviously, Perform HR, you know, have policies and procedures in mm. place and suites. But as far as um, Norman's question, if he needed to source that urgently, I know there's plenty of templates online. So, so all he has to do is go to Dr. Google and... Absolutely. But I mean, I guess if you want to engage an outsource provider or you want to... I, I believe even Fair Work at the moment might even have some templates. Oh, right. So, cool. Yeah, I think I think that society is shifting, that we're shifting and we need to support our workers. Well, I'd say if Norm comes in to gives us an email we may yep. be able to see if point to him in the right direction absolutely jack asks are there issues with workplace health and safety at home big kind of worms here yeah but what are the key areas yeah so i did mention along with a working from home policy you would also have a checklist and on that checklist would be points like OHS, you know, ensuring that you had the right, even anything from you had the right home insurance content to work from home, mm. um, as well as, yeah, simple the ergonomics and the setups, understanding it's important to have break times. Do you know if our insurance changes if we have a remote workforce? Yeah, look, I think working from home checklists for me for many years have said you need to insure or be clear with your insurance company i think in the current climate i can't speak but i think in the current climate that question can be answered by an expert but yeah i think you know there's a responsibility to understand that yeah if all of a sudden you're working from home all right there's another good question from uh, Sarah, what happens if someone gets sick when they are working from home or injures themselves while working at home? You definitely need to advise your supervisor or leader immediately. And you obviously need to fill out a, if there's an incident, you'd need to fill out an incident report form, which, you know, most, hopefully most organisations have. And if they don't, again, there's tools they probably should have, mm. incident report forms, but yeah, that It'd would be It'd be difficult now with some, especially with a health service um, around getting a doctor's note. Have you heard of Ab any? Absolutely. There's lots of challenges in that space. I think uh, we could almost have another whole session on that as far as all of a sudden, if you feel like you're sick, you're working from home, how do you access medical appointments? Right. We're, we're going to uh, wind up. We always ask uh, our experts um, your top five tips for em employers to start thinking about if you can sure. shoot off yours. No worries. So uh, my first tip is, you know, business owners need to consider having a business continuity plan. So right now, that doesn't have to be complex. It just has to be understand your current state in your business. How are you going to maintain the business? And obviously, how are you going to get through the coming months? If you're enjoying our podcast today, make sure you rate and review Business Big Bang Theory through iTunes and follow and share us on Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn at The Business Centre.
I want to say thank you very much uh, to Joanna for being here. Now, first, um, thanks to you and Perform HR. If you want to contact uh, Joanna, just send us um, an, an email to reception at thebusinesscenter.com.au or go to Perform HR's website and get the details there. So if you're under any employers suffering any um, stress or want to have a chat, just again, email reception at thebusinesscenter.com.au. You get four free um, advisory sessions. We will be doing it on uh, Zoom. Either go to our website or our YouTube channel or LinkedIn to keep up to date. Thank you for joining me um, and the Business Centre. My name's Gordon Whitehead. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Business Big Bang Theory podcast. Do you know someone we should talk to? Do you have an idea for a topic we should cover? Or would you like to be featured on an upcoming show? Get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email with podcast as the subject line to info at businesscentre.com.au.